Hello and welcome to another edition of the ZTGD News Burst on Friday the 20th of September 2013. Uh, change of hosts this week, obviously I'm unfortunately still here for my sins. Uh, Justin has been um, kept late at work, bless him. So I have got the other faithful Drew joining me. Hello Drew. Hello. Now, I found out this weekend that this is also going up in an audio podcast for those that can't be asked to look at our ugly mugs. So, um, thank you if you're listening. Yes. How are, how are you anyway, Drew? I'm pretty good. Got a, yep. Yeah, just staying busy with the site and stuff like that. I've got like uh, three reviews i got to do right now and then trying to play uh, the Phoenix Down game, which our next one's going to be Dark Souls. So that's <laughs> going to be fun. So what's that going to be, like a 15-episode uh, edition? It probably. I don't know. We may take like uh, like a two-week hiatus in between episodes. I don't know how we're going to do it just yet. Um, that's going to be rough. And Who's playing, playing it? Uh, me, Matt, and a friend of ours from Twitter, uh, So Doom. At so doom, Eli. Fuck. He's like the master at that game. He's beat it like three times, I think. Oh well. At least I have somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah, I know for real. <laughs> those, those games scare me. I've got both of them, and I dare touch them. It's those games are rough. I mean, it's not you know, it's one of those games where it's not hard. It's just unforgiving, and um, but it's very rewarding, and I think it's one of the Demon Souls blew me away, and then Dark Souls came out and just capitalized on everything. And you know, I'm I I can't wait for Dark Souls too. Even That's though much, I, will I ever beat it? We don't know. Matt is determined to beat it, so maybe I will too. I hope. <laughs> well, um. I've not really been doing that um, a lot other than actually playing the game that everyone else has been playing this week, uh, GTA. And obviously, um, everyone and his dog has been going on about that, and we'll no doubt talk about it in the show. So we'll kick off uh, with GTA 5. That's a good little segue. So today, Rockstar have announced that uh, GTA 5 has sold everything. Um... A billion dollars in three days. That's a bit billion, not million, billion dollars in three days. Yeah. That's, Activision must be thinking, what the fuck are we doing wrong? That's just crazy. That's enough, yeah, that's enough to make Activision look like paupers. Three days. Yeah, that's, that's like fucking like record breaking. Yeah, in the UK especially, I'm not sure about the US but in the UK it's the uh, biggest selling video game of all time yeah. so I mean to be fair um, everyone knew it was going to be pretty big <laughs> you reckon um, I uh, for those who do know I live in Norwich which is a city in uh, UK it's not a very big city you know people think especially outside of the uh, UK people think oh city it must be like London it's not like London it's very small um, it's probably one of the smallest cities in the country um, and we have one game store 
which is a retail chain game. And they had a midnight launch, of course, and they had about 500 people turn up. That's the biggest they've ever had. Um, I actually went up there about 10 o'clock in the evening because it's of such a short distance from my house. It takes like a five-minute drive. So I drove up there, took a look at the queue, got back in the car and went, fuck home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting that, but I'll get it tomorrow. Um, it's great. I mean, we'll no doubt talk about this game at length on the show this weekend, but um, it is a fantastic game. I mean, I'm probably put in about 12 hours. Uh, I got a full day with it on Wednesday. I've not had a chance to play with them much after that because of work, and I probably won't really get enough a uh, big chance probably until Monday to play it again. But I'm I've got a week off next week, and I'm just going to play that the shit out of that motherfucker. Um, you know, it is a Grand Theft Auto, except it's better than. I mean, it, it's it, I don't know. You've not played any of it, have you, Drew? No, no, I have. Um, oh, I did. Please, I mean, yeah. I've made it. Yeah, I've made it to where I I just completed my first heist. <laughs> You see, this is what I want to talk about. You see, up until that point, it's kind of standard fare, other than it looks incredibly pretty, if you've got it on the PS3 or the Xbox 360. What they've, the, the power they've kind of sucked out of those is, is phenomenal, in all honesty. Um, but you start off, and it seems like the standard fare. You do get the switching between characters, uh, which is pretty cool. But it's not until you actually come up to your first heist where... I, it changes, and it's not like a Grand Theft Auto game anymore. And the first heist, which is a jewellery job, um, you can choose to go in either silently or you can go in uh, loud and brash and with guns blazing. And I chose a silent method. I've known friends who have tried the other one as well. But either ways, you know, it is fantastic. But it completely changes. It's not. I've not seen anything like it. I mean, I've not played the pay, uh, Payday, but... Uh, you know, apparently it's similar to that in a way. You case the joint, you look at opportunities, you know, figure out the best way in. Do you want to do quietly? Um, you've got to hire some guys, um, and obviously the better they are, the bigger cut they'll take, but the better they'll be at the job. Yeah. Um, and then you do the heist, and I don't know if it's the same for everybody, but shit goes down. And you have then break into this um, incredible... Uh, chase on the well uh, bike and then in a in a truck. It's fantastic and it it was so exhilarating and I cannot wait for my next heist. It it just brilliant blows me out. And Trevor Trevor is a psychopath and is excellent. <laughs> I haven't met. Uh, I don't. Yet. You've not you've not got to him yet. If you've only Trevor is brilliant. Um, I haven't got to the bits that the internet have been raging on about. Um, apparently he can be rather brutal. Um, however, the dyna- dynamics between, um, especially him and Michael, uh, are, are brilliant. The exchanges are fantastic. So you can see why this game is big. I mean, it's five years. It's probably the biggest gap between GTA games, between four and five, that there's ever been before. Um, you know, Rockstar are fantastic at drip-feeding the information out there. I mean, for fuck's sake, it was two years ago that the launch trailer you know, the first trailer came yeah. out. Um, and it's... They, they do that slow boil, you know, and it reached for the pitch this week and broke records. Um, fair play to them. That game's going to be talked about for a while and I'm sure it's going to be on a lot of people's game of the year list, no doubt. Um, it's just... I don't know, it's a billion in three days. Yeah, Rockstar must be loving it. 
and oh, obviously sure two 2K Games, of course, as well, who owns Rockstar. They they must be just thinking, right then, um, have you got a couple of trucks to dump this money into? Yeah, for real. That's that's the kind of score Michael wants right there. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, if you are one of the people living under a rock and haven't played it yet, what you're doing, just get it and enjoy it. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's, I'll just go ahead and mention this. I hated GTA 4. I hate it with a passion. Mm. And this game is probably going to be game of the year for me. I haven't got that far into it, but this, the, the amount of things and there's there's so many things I've that I haven't even done in this game yet. You know, they they have a full on theme park you can go to. You know, <laughs> I haven't I haven't even played tennis, which was one no, I've not yet. Or golf, showed. yeah, or golf. You know, I haven't done any of this stuff, and I mean, you don't even have to. You know, you can just do the missions, and it's like a full on game. And it has some great characters, and and it's I I am I am blown away by it. I really am. Well, I was um I can remember when GTA 4 came out, and it was all you know this is the best thing ever, and then quickly, um, everyone turned on it. I, no. I, I'm not sure why, um, but it didn't take long for people to sort of basically say no, actually it wasn't that good, and you can you can see. Why the story doesn't hold up because you've got Nico who's um oh my god I need to make a new start my life shit ah, bang 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 you're dead yeah, oh, I need to make a new that. start you know it kind of was it, it it was contradicting itself yeah and then um with this they've done something very clever by introducing uh characters like uh you've got three different characters Franklin who's trying to be an up and coming uh, you know, gangster kind of thing, crime, crime uh, criminal, whatever. Uh, you got Michael, who's been there, done that, and then they've got Trevor. Now Trevor gets away with anything, so he's kind of the um, the demon of the bunch. And by you having him there, you can get away with bang, bang, bang. He's not in it for the money; he's in it just because he's a maniac, yeah. and he gets off on that kind of stuff. And so you can put all of that emphasis on him, where having an actual you know, Michael doesn't really want to do what he has to do, and but it, it works so much better. The narrative works so much better that way, and it is more cohesive. And and I I would like to think that this is going to be remembered as one of the best games of the generation. And you talk about, um, you know, these lists will come out as we enter the next generation, and you can pretty much guarantee that Rockstar are going to have two games in the top five with that and Red Dead. Yeah. Um, so. Fair play to them. It'll continue to sell. It'll probably even surpass, you know, two billion dollars. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, GTA Four had legs. It sold a lot over a long period of time. So um, they can only expect good things. There's pretty much money in the bank. Oh yeah. Um, moving on. Obviously, we don't want to talk too much about that. We'll no doubt wax lyrical on Sunday on the podcast. Um, so we'll move on to the next story, which is EA Sports. A boss, Andrew Wilson, is now the boss of EA. Full stop. Um, he taking over from oh, what's his name? Oh, oh God, he's completely gone from head. Um, yeah, Riccatello, Don Riccatello. Yeah, um, he's leaving at uh, the end, of the, towards the end of the year, I believe. And everyone thought Peter Moore was going to be taken over because he was kind of John Riccatello's right hand man. However, jumping the gun is uh, Andrew Wilson, who has currently been. Uh, res- residing over the EA Sports franchises. He'll be picking up the full mantle um, when Riccatello leaves. Um, 
I don't really know what to say about it. I mean, he's come out and said, look, you know, I don't plan on making any big changes. We just want to continue focusing on uh, providing excellent quality games and, you know, making sure that everyone's happy. But, you know, EA's gone through a bit of a weird cycle with the everyone hated them, then everyone loved them, and everyone's back to hating them again. Uh, It's it's a weird thing, but it's of their own making. I mean, the emphasis is too much on them with... uh, uh, you know, freemium kind of uh, in-app purchases and you know, in-game purchases. You know, cheat well, buy your way to the end kind of thing. Um, whether that will change, I don't know. We, it's going to go where the money's at. So if that kind of stuff still makes some money, they will continue to do so. So um, I don't expect any big changes from this. Um, I'm not sure who's going to be taking over as EA Sports boss. I don't think that's such a well-publicised job for the time being. Um, but, yeah, well, I don't really want to say. There's not a ma- massive amount of interest in for me in that. EA will continue to run the way they've run, I should imagine. Yeah, that's the thing. Nothing changes. Nope. Um, however, what is interesting, and this is why I'm quite glad you're on this show okay. uh, today, is the next story. Um, this has probably blown a lot of moan. Some people are don't really care. Some people, uh, Gambus especially, is not happy. But Sega has bought Index. Now, for those of you who are not aware of who Index are, they were a Japanese company that had a lot of fingers and a lot of pies. One and pie was Atlas Games, uh, publishers and developers of games such as Persona series, Shimagami Tensei, um, uh, Catherine was a game that they had uh, published. And over the last few years, they've gained a lot of respect and love because they've come out with these great games and they continue to belt, you know, knock out these belters. Um, Unfortunately, some of the other interest in Index wasn't exactly legal, and they ended up going bankrupt. And this week, the bidding started, or the bidding ended, I do apologize, and Sega ends up owning Index, including Atlas Games uh, and uh, any IP that they currently uh, own. What do you think? It could be worse. I don't think everybody's like, oh, Sega's a piece of shit now because they don't make consoles anymore. And, oh, look at what they've done to the Sonic franchise. To me, I think they've kind of started turning the Sonic franchise around. I mean, you know, Generations was great, and Lost World looks pretty damn good to me. And, you know, they, they've they made some niche, like, Japanese titles, too. I mean, they have Valkyria Chronicles under their belt. They, they're they're pretty uh, big into the Yakuza series. Um and they Sega has a lot of stuff um, on the uh, the the PC as well. I think they own uh, like a, the Total War series. Yeah, that was through a purchase on the last big bidding war, which was THQ. Yeah. So they bought um, Company Relic, Heroes, too. Company Heroes, Relic Entertainment uh, as well, uh, who developed that game. I think um, I don't play them, so I don't know. Um, yeah, so they've got you know they've got. Uh, a few avenues that they go down. It's not just Sonic anymore. I think what a lot of people are worried about is because they they did so poorly with Sonic for quite a long time that they're a little worried that that's going to be the, uh, go the same way. However, 
I think this is a different thing. It's not an IP. It is a series of IPs and, and a distribution channel that they're buying in the same way that they bought up stuff at THQ. They're probably just increasing their portfolio, extending their reach yeah. and gaining some, hopefully some, uh, some fans on, along the way. Um, I don't understand all the hate for Sega. Yes, they're nowhere near the company they used to be, but I think this is a good move. I, I don't see. I mean, what would you rather that nobody bought it? And it just dissolved. No one can get hold of it, and those IPs float into the ether. Or you get a company that basically buys it just for the Atlas Games and runs it into the ground and doesn't know what they're doing with it. At least Sega's got experience in games industry. They've, you know, they've seen the course. They've managed to survive it just about. And if they want to add another string to the boat, I don't, I don't see a problem with it, providing that they don't interfere too much. They probably won't. They probably just want to make yeah. some money. They see how popular Atlas Games is now and thinks, well, we want a piece of that pie. This can make us money. They look at it in a purely financial sense. They probably will back away from it, probably not interfere too much. Maybe there'll also be some scheduling stuff that they'd rather have a little bit of control of of when stuff comes out. I don't think it's going to um, change the development of Persona 5. I don't think it's going to you know, break away this uh, Shin Megami Tensei franchise or any of the spin-offs. I just think it's going to be release they probably even keep atlas games as a name they probably won't even change that oh they won't change that name because atlas no i mean atlas is a brand now and everybody knows it that they're the ones that make the quality rpgs mm. and you know that's i i don't think sega is going to touch these guys i think they're going they know what, how to make a video game we'll just let them make their video games and we'll just publish them you know and and it, it's all it is about getting money in their pockets and I, it can definitely be worse, and I think everybody needs to just kind of like back off a little bit because, I mean, it's not the end of the world. Atlas is still going to be able to continue to run, and you know what? It, we may see Sonic in a Persona game. I don't know. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Instead of Teddy, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you know, they do cameos and things like that. You know, like Dante from Devil May Cry was in uh, Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. So it's, you know, they, they've done... St- Strange stuff like that before, but they'll leave Atlas alone. Trust me. They they know how to make a game. They'll let them make their games and just slap Sega on the side of it. Fair enough. So, quick bursts. I'll leave them to you. There's a few to go through. A few interesting things there. Some which will interest you, but uh, you can fire away, Drew. Alrighty. Well, first thing up, uh, my number nine, uh, the uh, Kinji Inafune uh, game. Uh, has uh, hit another mark and is now coming to the Xbox 360, Wii U, and PlayStation 3. Um, great. When is that meant to happen? Is that next year? That's going to be next year. Um, he's going to work on it after, obviously, after this month when when the funding ends. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was going to come out on PC and all these other avenues. Everybody's got a 360 or a PS3. So, I mean, you know, he's going to get his game out there, and there's going to be a lot of people that play it. Fair play. At least these people will be able to see it, you know, say reaching more people. means that reaching the Kickstarter, um, well, obviously he's already gone and surpassed it, but getting more money, and if more people think, well, now it's coming to the console that I own, then maybe I should fund it as well. So you might see some of that. Give it a a a little bit of an extra boost. I think it's still got two more weeks left. So, it's got a little while. 
Up next, uh, Diablo 3's auction house is set to end in March of 2014. That's, Go on. That's a big one. <laughs> that's, I um, thought you'd like that story. I, I do like that story because the game was fine, and then they introduced the auction house about a month later, or it might have been a couple of weeks later, and it was fine then. But then they said, you know what? People aren't really spending a lot of money in this auction house. Let's fuck with the loot drops. Mm. And that's what they did. And they lowered the loot drops to the point where you're not getting anything anymore. You have to play this game and farm. And, yeah, I understand that's part of Diablo, but don't not mess with... Not take the fun out of it. Exactly. The whole point of Diablo and the whole point of loot horror games is to get loot. And they even said that in their little blog post or whatever the hell they posted. You know, I was like, look, we're, we took away from the core mechanic of Diablo and we want to bring it back. And you know what? Blizzard just removed something that makes them money uh, to make fans happy. And Kudos to you. It's impressive. No, there are a lot. That's of all I can say. You, you wouldn't see EA doing that, would you? Um, oh God, no. it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the, the loot house uh, auction house isn't available in the console version because it's not something they can do. Yeah. Um, and, and there, it, it runs on the normal loot system. You know, it starts off, you know, pretty light, but as you progress through the difficulty levels and play it more, the loot becomes, you know, drops. You know, you get rarer and rarer items. And it's, as you say, it's something that the fans want, you know, love. They love the loot drops. They love getting the rare items. Um, and by putting that in, Auction House meant that it was there just to make money. Um, yeah. Apparently, it's going into March because that'll time it with the expansion pack, which is fair mm. enough. Um, it is. It just it shocks me that a developer has done this. It just, yeah, yeah they've listened They've actually listened. Yeah, they and, actually listened for once. I mean, to be fair, you have to wonder how much of the auction house is their idea as opposed to Activision's. But you can see why they wanted to do it, because without the auction house, that stuff went other channels. You know, people would sell loot in other ways. Um, it was a bit of a, um, a black market, a Wild West um out there, and by doing it through the auction house, it kind of had some control, made it a little easier for some people. But it, as you say, ruined the game for the fans, and that's the most important thing. No, not just that, but I mean, like you know, once you go to the auction house and you see that you can get this weapon that totally makes my character badass for the next like twenty levels, it takes the fun out of even playing the game. You know? Yeah. And that that was the thing. Like my witch doctor that I play, you know, he's level forty one now. I really don't want to play as him because the game is kind of too easy now because I went to the auction house and bought a bunch of stuff. And, yeah, you could say, well, don't go to the auction house. Well, <laughs> I mean, I understand that, but, I mean, it's there, and I looked at the stuff, and I kind of ruined the game for myself by going to the auction house and getting this stuff for oh, 2,000 gold. Now I'm a badass, you know, and it's, it, <laughs> it, was, it was too easy to get the stuff that I wanted, and it ruined the game for me, and I ruined the game for myself. But... You can always start a new character, which I have in a couple of instances. So, but anyway, up next, Battlefield Four Open Beta launches October fourth. Um, I don't know much. Fans. 
Yeah, I don't know much about it. Is it just the PC version, or is this? No, be... I believe it's going to be PC, um, PC PS3. Uh, sorry, oh yeah, PS3 and Xbox 360. Okay, so anybody can just jump in and play some Battlefield 4. They did this with Battlefield 3 too, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I remember that was where the meme of the soldiers when they crouched, their head got really long or their neck got really long. I remember them that that happening. <laughs> I do. If I remember rightly, it came to PS3 slightly earlier because at the time, you know, EA were bedfellows. But I think it's across the board now. Um, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, people will be into that. They'll download it. They'll have fun. Um, I don't know whether or not their XP will save over. Probably not. I, I don't know. But um, it's still a good way for people to be able to try the game out, see how it looks and plays. Although a lot of people are excited about that on the next generation of consoles, which obviously it's not not going to pay Toronto. So. Yeah, which, they, which I do want to mention. I mean, I know we don't have it on here. Um, uh, Sony actually announced how they could, how people can go from having the PS3 version of the game and upgrading to the PS4 version. Mm. Um, and it's it's a somewhat simple way of doing it, but I find it very confusing for one one reason. So, say I have Watch Dogs on the PlayStation yeah. 3. Um, and I want to upgrade to the PlayStation 4 version. Well, uh, I have the disc version of that game. I have to pay $10, which, okay, I'm totally fine with paying 10 bucks for the, the newer version. But you have to keep your disc. Uh, and they say you have to have your disc in your PlayStation 4 and play it like that. So you it verifies to... that the disc is in there, save you reselling it. Exactly. Last time I checked, PlayStation 4s didn't read PlayStation 3 discs, right? I don't know. Um, it's possible I, they could read them. Yeah, it only see. has to read them. It, it's got a Blu-ray drive. It can read them. It can, probably can't run off them, but maybe it just has to run the registry. That's true. I just, I, it just, I just find it a little weird. Um, but you actually have to well, download the game. I think, well, Activision are doing it so that... Uh, when you buy a copy on, of Call of Duty Ghosts on the PlayStation 3, in the box will be a code that will allow you to download it for $10 or £10 in the UK um, on the PSN store. Yeah. And they haven't mentioned anything about the copy that you've already bought. You could potentially trade that in because the code just gives you – it's a reduction code. So it says, you know, here's your code. You put the code in. Here's – Call of Duty for ten bucks. Download but, it. But they said, but it they, it specifically says in that little the PlayStation but, blog update that you have to have your disc with you. What for that for Battlefield or for Call of Duty, all of them? For all of them. Okay. So I don't. Well, it could be a registry thing. It doesn't stop that from happening because it would happen. They yeah. must have found a way to be. I mean, if if it's not true and you can load it without having the disc in, I'm sure the internet will be the first nine. Well. I'm, I'm sure people will say something. I just don't know what. You know. I, I, I'm just I, waiting. I, I'm not bothered. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I'm. 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 I'm I want to get Watch Dogs, but it's, I'm just going to wait until the PlayStation 4 comes out and get the PlayStation 4 version because yeah. you know I can wait two weeks. Yeah, I've got GTA. That's going to last me a while. Exactly. And lastly, news that kind of okay. That, that I mean, it, gravity gravity rub. Rush. There's so many people that call it Gravity Crush, including myself. Um, but Gravity <laughs> Rush is getting a sequel. Yeah, it I didn't got know it, I didn't know it. Yeah, I didn't know it garnered a sequel, but 
Um, apparently there's a lot of people, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who just heard me say that and say, you are an idiot, but, you know, maybe I am an idiot. I don't own a Vita, so I've never played the game. Um, but it's getting a sequel. Uh, I have played it. I couldn't really get on with it, but I didn't really give it much of a chance. It was when they, it was one of the first games they gave out on the PlayStation uh, Plus subscription when they started including the Vita. Um, <clears throat> I do need to play it. Uh, it seemed like an interesting idea. I just couldn't get to grips with the controls, but apparently you have to kind of, you you get over a hump with it, and away you go. Um, yeah, it's a Vita sequel coming out at some point. It was teased at TGS this week. I'm sure a lot of people will be happy. I know quite a few friends who've got Vitas who absolutely adore that game. So oh, yeah. they're going to be happy. And, you know, it's, it was an interesting concept, and maybe they can take it a little bit further with the new one. The gravity thing was pretty cool. Yeah. So, a couple of stories left to finish up with. Um, firstly, this week at some kind of Linux confest thing, um, Gabe Newell, uh, head of Valve and Steam, announced an announcement. Uh, so next week there is going to be an announcement about hardware and Steam. So everyone is now shouting Steambox or Steambox. Steam yeah. Um, could we see that? It's well, they've, they've teased it already. They've said they're working on it. You know, uh, they've got people working on that technology in regards to the hardware side of things. Is it time? Are they going to sort of throw a fly in the ointment in regards to the new upcoming console launches? You know. I'm sure that they're in the works, and will it be successful? That's that's the biggest question for me. Would a Steam box be successful when I already have a PC that plays Steam games? Uh, maybe. You know, it depends on how they really want to hold it. I mean, obviously they're going to go into uh, more detail next week, but mm. you know, if it's if it's it, it, well, two things. It depends on how much the thing costs, obviously. Um, yeah. What what comes with it, and it's you know it's it it could be a good idea. I mean, could it be the next Ouya? It could be the next Ouya. So well, a big fucking flop. <laughs> yeah, a big flop. We don't know. Just, don't know. You, the good thing is, is that uh, you know at this point Valve has an endless amount of money to spend and throw at this thing, um, and if you throw enough money, some of it will stick. It's it depend. I think it depends on yeah. You're right. Um, what it costs. Because no one's going to buy it if it's the same price as a high-end PC. Oh, yeah. And what is inside in regards to its power? Because no one's going to buy it if they've, it's only a, you know, a mid-range PC, and they've already got a mid-range PC. You're going to have to have something that, if this is a console that's going to sit under your TV, you want to share space with your Xbox One or your PS4, it's going to have to be able to perform with, along with them. And that means high-end stuff. How is that going to do? How is that going to equate into, you know, a cost? You know, it's it's all things that hopefully will. Some, or we don't. I, I don't expect any kind of release date. I don't expect any kind of pricing. But we do would or we would like to see, you know, what's under the hood. What? How is this going to entice us to buy one of those? 
as opposed to maybe a second console. So if yeah. you've got a PS4 or an Xbox One, why would you buy a Steam box instead of that other console? Now, the one thing that they've got is, the, is Steam itself. Yeah. The Steam sale is second to none, and it's going to be a while before Sony or Microsoft come anywhere close to be able to provide games that cheap because Steam have dominated the PC platform and forces uh, publishers pretty much to reduce their games uh, over a certain periods of time for that amount. And it's something that they have spent years trying to perfect and have kind of got it down. So the Steam sales are just incredible. A lot of the games now are Steam Big Picture, which is the lead up to this. So the whole point of the Big Picture mode is to test the water, see how it works and get games up to speed so that they will play fully on a, con- a controller. It, it's that sort of stuff. I mean, the people who play RTSs, they don't give a shit. You know, you need a mouse and keyboard. What's the point? You know, they're, they're not generally graphically uh, too uh, taxing. But for the type of games, you know, brawlers, shooters, whatever, those other races, you know, you can easily play with the gamepad. And, you know, a lot of people have been turning to PC recently because, you know, they can outperform the current consoles. So it's getting those people to adopt to a Steam box, but to do that, you have to make it comparable to one of the other consoles, and in price as well as power. And is it going to be something that you can upgrade, like a PC? Can you? Ta- are they going to be able to perform, you know, provide graphics card slots where you can t- take out the old and put in the new one? Uh, it's It's a lot of what you know, what's and ifs and buts at the moment. So next week will be interesting. Yeah. So sorry about that. Sorry. Wet my whistle. Um, <laughs> and finally, uh, we're going to go full circle and go back round to GTA Five. Now, a um, couple of issues that have been highlighted this week, both on PS3 uh, and on Xbox 360. First came the news that Rockstar had advised people who were installing, uh, who'd like to install their games, not to install the Play Disc. So you get two discs with it. One is an install disc, and that's the one you have to install. No problems there. Apparently, by installing the Play Disc, all of the game is running off the hard drive, causing pop-up issues, tearing issues, slow down, stuff like that. Uh, Whereas if it's playing from a disc, it's reading from the disc and the memory, and that makes things run smoother. Uh, A couple of videos came up online saying, this is what it looks like with, this is what it looks like without it. Um, I couldn't tell a great deal of difference between the two, and everyone went, okay, we'll not install the play disc. Um, Then it was announced that the PSN downloaded version suffered from the same thing. So if you had bought the um, disc version, it's about a 17 gig um, game, but 8 gig of it is installed. So again, probably the same thing's true. It reads from the disc and the hard drive. However, when reading from the hard drive, uh, when you've downloaded the game at 17 gig, that's when the issues run out. And videos popped up with that that looked incredibly similar to the videos that popped up with the Xbox uh, 360 version. So I don't know what was going on there. Were they just grabbing these videos and just calling them whatever they wanted? This is a PS3 version. This is the Xbox 360 version going wrong. I don't know what... (laughs) Very very odd. Um, I got the disc version, so I can't comment. I've not had 
any issues with it at all. Um, no. I've had a friend who who got the disc version and he managed to crash a car halfway through the gravel. So his car hood was like halfway sticking out of the road. Um, but it's an open world game for fuck's sake. You, you cannot yeah. have a bug free open world game. And in all honesty, considering how the scope of that game, the fact that it's relatively bug free and I haven't come across one after five hours of playing is pretty impressive. Um, so I, I don't know. I can't really, I can't really comment on it, but it just seems like it's another GTA, another reason to put a GTA story online. It's like, well, I don't know. They're everywhere. So it's, it's, I don't know. It, I mean, you know, 360 is an easy fix. PlayStation 3, I don't know. I mean, I got, like I said, I got the disc version of the PlayStation 3 mm-hmm. version, and I haven't had a single problem out of it. No. Oh, I mean, I, I, please, you know, let us know. Tweet us, uh, um, email us, let us know if anyone else has had issues with either of those uh, two problems. One of my friends uh, who I work with got his on the 360 version, and he was a little bit worried because he's having problems with his 360 where they won't play the disc. He has to install to, because it just you know, crashes after five minutes when he's playing it. Um, mm. Then he went online. There was all the you know doomsayers. Oh, you can't do that. It's, it's gonna you know he's gonna affect your performance. And he's actually got away with it so far. He's not had to install the play disc. He thought he'd give it a shot, see if it worked, and it hasn't crashed yet. Um, it would be interesting to see if he ends up installing it if he notices any difference at all. But. I don't know. It's it again. Anything to put GTA up on a on a on a website on website. a news site. It's like, well, you don't need this sort of stuff. Just just put up every day in the morning, nine o'clock. GTA Five is still awesome. Job done. Walk away. Get on with the rest of your uh, get on with the rest of your day. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's it's never mind. Um, so I mean, there. Are, I don't think there's anything else. Uh, I didn't care anything. Nothing. There, that nothing else caught my eye this week. Anything uh, you drew news-wise? No, no, not really. Just you know, same. We're going to go into day. we're going to go into sort of quiet period because obviously news gets a little bit quiet as you run into the uh, fall season where games start coming out. It might be a little different this year because we've got two major console launches coming uh, within the next couple of months. Obviously, the uh, Xbox One is two months away, um, a little bit less for the US for the PS4 and a little bit later for the PS4 in the UK. Uh, so we'll see some stuff, maybe some mud being thrown either way. Um, that's going to be an interesting time. Uh, so we'll we'll try and keep the news interesting at least while we go through a quiet period when all we're seeing is games coming out. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can, of course, tweet me. Uh, at John W D U B Y A UK. Uh, you can tweet at ZTGD, our site's Twitter account. Uh, you can email us podcasts at ztgd.com. And again, you can leave us a comment or ask us a question on the iTunes store because we're now there as an audio podcast. Um, so it's all quite good. Um, if you wish to follow Drew, it, it, and I do recommend it, he does go on a rant every so often, so it's quite good. Uh, yes, you can follow him on Twitter uh, at DMLFury. Yes. Um, so, that's it for another week. You can join myself and hopefully Justin, and if not, maybe 
be Drew, or maybe Andrew, we'll see, um, next week uh, for another ZTGD News Burst. Thank you.